so much for coming and being on my show. I honestly, like, since the first day we met, we've been vibing ever since then. We've just been relating either on the post or like, we always been replying to each other, just all up in each other's story, all this woman empowerment stuff that actually is like genuine and true, which I'm so here for. So on that note, I wanted to talk to you more about your story and habits over, you know, over all the obstacles that you face, how you've come to this point and where you are right now. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> Flash hair. No, it was I, literally. I, it's funny because when I was coming here, I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be so nerve-wracking." Because I genuinely, sometimes I feel like when I'm asked questions, it's like everything just comes out of my mind. Like I'm like, "I got this. I got this." I'm reciting in the car. I can do this. And then I come out just like. <laughs> and I don't blame you. It's it's a tough. You were literally having a conversation, but then it's also like, wait. Am I allowed to say that? But then should I say that? But then you're like, yeah, you're fine I'm saying this. It's but like everyone just block out. Yeah. Something that's inappropriate, guys. Just pretend you never heard it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure okay, I don't do that. But no, tell me more about um, what you're doing and how, how your ventures are going. So, currently I do social media. Um, I wouldn't even say social media management. You know what? Yeah. Social media management. So I do it for myself. Mm -hmm. um, I do it for... A company that I work along with and then now I'm starting to do it a little bit more for other people mm -hmm. I haven't really like started I guess what's already advertising yet yeah. but 2020 yeah mid 2020 <laughs> we're in 2020 I can't say that anymore in the next few months um, I'm gonna be doing it some more um, yeah. I started la live oh, la, li, tongue twister living unapologetically happy yes I started that maybe when was it it was like a couple of months ago I purchased the yeah. ebook. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, what month are we in? So we're in January. I think I started it last year. So we're going to say like probably like December because that's when I came back from my trip to the US. And it's been going good so far, honestly. At first it was just like an idea. I'm like, you know what? Let me see where this goes because it's something that I was passionate about. Mm -hmm. um, and then I realized over time, I'm like, oh my God, people are actually resonating with this. The amount and of orders that you posted, yeah. I was like, this is crazy. Like, I was shocked. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, people are actually buying this. Yes. Like people actually care. Yes. And even people like responding back to me like, oh my goodness, you know, I started my journal yesterday mm -hmm. and it really helped. It was so timely. I'm like, oh my God, like posting videos of them physically filling it out. I had to yeah. obviously borrow what they were saying because I didn't want people yeah. to be nosy and yeah. see their business. But even them posting that was to me very transparent. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm in the works of doing other stuff for a lot. So I'm excited. I see your videos coming up. Yes, on actually. Okay, tell me more about that. I have a video I tried uploading this morning, but iCloud does not respect me. <laughs> and I'm determined that Max have a, a vendetta against me. Yeah. Why, when I was trying to upload the video, all of a sudden my computer has no space. Then oh my phone my all goodness. of a sudden has no space. Your startup disk is full. Yeah. The worst feeling. Please, please exit whatever. I can't remember how it worded it, but mm -hmm. like, please X out of. And then it gives me this list of things to X out of. Yeah. I had to delete some apps off my phone that I know I needed. I almost deleted Instagram just to get the video on my phone. And then I realized the video was supposed to go on Instagram. So, oh. So I, I couldn't even delete Instagram. But I have one coming out it today. I see. But yes, they don't so have one coming out today. Yes. About, um, what is it? Oh, keeping stuff from your ex. Okay. Featuring my mom. Not really featuring. It was kind of like she was driving mm -hmm. and I was trying to film myself, but she thought it was like a us thing. Okay. So like she I was. I saw that. I was like, oh, your yeah. mom's in this shot. I wonder if she was just wasn't. Like a she oh, wasn't supposed okay. to be there, but like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a, a Caribbean mom or like a mom thing where it's like I'm talking, but it's we're talking. Yeah. I'm like mom, shh. Like they're going to be going, mom, shush. Like it's not yeah. about you right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm, asked, I'm, I'm talking and she's answering the questions. I'm like, mom, I wasn't asking you nothing. Like yeah, you yeah. can't be doing this right now. Yeah. But yeah. Hopefully, if Apple respects me by the end of the day, um, I'll be posting it on my regular Instagram page. 
So living unapologetically happy, definitely a tongue twister, but I love it. It actually speaks to and resonates to everybody um, who's going through that. Can you, how did that come about? You know, you always talk about body positivity, Mm -hmm. um, you know, being comfortable in your own body. And I I would, you know, presume that's where it originally derived from. But tell me more about your journey in that. Um, Funny enough, it just came to my mind, like, I can't even, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, literally, I just woke up one day and I was like, oh my God, I love myself. I'm like, I love myself. I'm like, yeah, I love myself. I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, but what does that mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, how can I express what love means Mm -hmm. and break it down that it's it's fitting? Because I'm like, obviously, love people don't mean to love yourself, but I'm like, if I make it a little bit more specific, to me, it will have more meaning. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'll live in, because obviously, we're all alive. If we weren't alive, then Mm -hmm. we'd be dead, which is obvious. Um, (laughs) unapologetically like just not caring what people think not caring about people's opinions which is what I try to do even though secretly especially in the social media world right now it's like everybody's so hesitant to want to post something or they're always so um, worried about what someone else may think but Mm -hmm. it's like you've got to get yourself out there and and you're constantly posting like unapologetically and it's literally like people are gaining traction from that and you can see that from the orders that came in the people that are responding to your your e-journal and it's just it's an amazing feeling to to just be in your most vulnerable place Mm -hmm. and be able to express yourself but yeah yeah, keep going sorry and then no 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 and then happy was just obviously the state that you want to be in when you're unapologetic hopefully it leads towards you being content being um, accepting and happy with your life and where you are um, the idea really just came to my mind. I'm like, you know what? Let me make it into something. But then the idea of the journal was more like, I'm like, how can I take this journey? Because I call it a series or a journey out of just social media, off just Instagram. If Instagram crashes tomorrow, God forbid, knock on wood. Um, what would I have that's tangible that people can actually, well, e-tangible because it's online, that people can... Um, can relate to and that's when I was sitting at home and I'm like okay how can I make this something that would be great and I realized that a lot of people are journaling now or a lot of people are writing down their thoughts mm-hmm. and I'm like you know what I like to journal I literally am the queen of hoarding planners oh, my uh, I was the only one no I swear to you I have like three 2020 journals I have like five <laughs> notebooks oh and then anytime I go somewhere I'm like oh let me get that notebook Marshall's, Marshall's is good for that yes. and indigo honey like Whew. we got it all I found one yesterday actually yeah. from 20 17, 2018, and I was scrolling through it, and the last five months are just blank. Yeah. I was like, oh no, what happened? But like, I literally am the queen of ordering journals, notebooks, like my whole room is just, and half of them are untouched, or like, I'll start two pages, and then I'll get another one, so I'd be like, oh my god, I can't find it, but I know where it is, but I should swap something else. No, I'm the same way with that stuff. I was like, you know what, this would be a good idea, but I didn't want to have to make it physical, because I'm like, that would be so expensive. More hoarding. Exactly, and I'm like... The age that we're in, everything is digital. People yeah. want something that's easy, that's on the go. And I'm like, for me, imagine me, tra- like, I'm always traveling to the US. I'm uh-huh. like, I do not want to have to physically lug around mm-hmm. a 35, 40 page journal with me. Like, if I'm trying to travel light yeah. and I want to save the trees, because I went to school for environmental studies too, so yes. I'm trying to be environmentally conscious, right. even though I did litter yesterday. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you say you littered? I definitely My litter. My girl. I know yeah. it was it wasn't like a little litter, it was kind of just like comp I was composting. Okay. I threw um banana I think it was like a not a banana, like a not a is it a plum? It was a plum okay. seed. So I was helping the okay. environment. Okay. That's not bad. But I still let her I mean, like you said, kind of compostable. I'm sure an animal will eat that seed. Or it'll yeah. just turn into <laughs> a, a plum tree that doesn't really grow in Canada. <laughs> Actually I had a plum tree in my backyard. Seriously? When I first moved there. Yeah. 
Okay, this probably not this plum though. This plum that <laughs> I ate yesterday. <laughs> this one was important. This one's okay, not gonna. Okay, okay, this okay. one's not gonna. Yeah, it had a sticker on it, didn't it? Yeah. It definitely <laughs> had a stick with like the one four six two like the yeah. Nautilus code on. <laughs> People don't realize that those codes are so like yeah. useful. So like when you do self checkout now. Oh, you gotta just mm-hmm. type in the code and it pops I used to work at Northville, so I okay, know. You know okay. Like the banana codes. That, so people yes, are like, why is yes, your sticker? Yes. I'm like, guys. Yeah. You don't know, but it means something. My God, see how quickly, honestly, I can lose my train of thought so quickly. I don't know how it's I'm okay. talking about. Literally, we're talking about, about bananas. About plums. Yeah. And bananas and, and, de- and decomposing. And stickers. But, oh my God. Um, it's okay. Wait, let's check. I want to kind of talk about you being in the States all the time. You constantly post about it. You mm-hmm. just mentioned it. What is it about the states, and what are you trying to do? I am trying to move. I hear that. Trump you and I both. Oh, okay. I'm just letting you know, Trump. Uh-huh. Let, let me in. Yeah. Um, I just actually found for myself, and this is funny because this is actually the next video that I'm going to be posting. That there's so much more opportunities mm-hmm. for women who are like creative or mm-hmm. like creative minded, or even like in a creative space in the states. Agreed. A friend of mine sent me an email. When was it? Like maybe three days ago. Disney in New York was hiring a social media coordinator. I was like, Disney? I was like, girl. I'm like, oh my God. And so I was like, guys, you're not going to see these opportunities in Toronto. No offense. I love, like, I yeah. rep Toronto so hard when I go places. I'm like, yeah, Same. I'm, I'm like, from yeah. Toronto. Yes. You know, the little Toronto <laughs> from Toronto. But comma, unfortunately, I don't think that we will get where we want to go if okay. we stay in this city with how things are moving with mm-hmm. just... I know this sounds so bad and I'm probably going to get backlash, but I find this is a very cultish city. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. if you don't know someone who knows someone, you're not going to get invited to a certain event or you're not going to get called on. Regardless of your talent, they don't care. It's who you know. They'll pick who they know because it's their friend Mm -hmm. over somebody who actually has talent. So on that point, I've experienced that firsthand multiple times and Mm -hmm. it's tough. And I find that when I go out to the States, like the time that I covered the NBA and did all those, um, you know, opportunities, I've got more traction and love from those that are around me in the States and those that are international, say for example, and they were willing to help me out. And I found that it was such a hard kind of like pull and tug when it comes to certain people in in this industry. And it's like, but why? Like, you know, we're all talented. We could all work together. Mm -hmm. Like, look look at what we're doing now. We're all empowering one another. I have my set is my friends. Like, it's crazy what things can happen when we all of a sudden just work together, right? So um, what a crazy experience it's been. So where is it in the states that you're trying to move to? I think I saw a post about New York, but is that exactly your end destination that you want to go to? In my heart, I do want to move to New York, but the way that the pricing of living in New York is looking, and my bank account is looking, it's like <laughs> two different people. Yes. Um, yes. I literally would have to live in like the hood of New York, which is not going to work for me, mm-hmm. just because I would not survive. Mm-hmm. Let me see one rat, and I'm going home. Yep. Like I saw one rat in the train station when I was at New- in New York like a few years ago, yeah. and it was almost the size of a cat. After I saw that, I said, oh. "I'm not taking the train." It was just, and it was just running. I'll, oh, I don't no, want to think about I can't. It. I'm like, I don't want to think about it. Yeah, I can't with rodents. I really can't. So but, no. Okay. So because obviously right now New York is out of the question, mm-hmm. Connecticut is where a lot of my family friends live. Okay. So I go to visit them in Connecticut, mm-hmm. and it's like a one-hour train ride to New York, and it brings you right to the Grand Central Station, which is basically the center of everything exactly so if all goes well i would just move to new uh, new york wow connecticut <laughs> and then branch out. branch off so like even getting a job in new york won't be too hard because it's just one train ride and yeah. then finding out how to use the seventeen thousand different train systems <laughs> yes. or take a taxi or walk mm-hmm. because You're well make it work. i'll make it work somehow because i can't well, that's awesome i, I can't live that there no more 
Trust me, girl. Uh, I like that you're being proactive in that sense. And you obviously you're pursuing social media, but then I know I've seen a ton of styling and fashion design and you posted some throwbacks for my top 10 of the decade giveaway. Thank you. And I saw <laughs> that you did a fashion show and I was like, oh, tell me what's what happened or what are you doing with that? So how many years ago? I'm going to just say five. I'm definitely probably off with the numbers. Mm-hmm. I had a clothing company. Um, it was called Acera which is basically Alicia Sarah, but I kind of got it off of K Sarasara, whatever will be, will be. Yes. And I kind of made that name um, from it. And it, was, it, was, it wasn't too bad actually, but it was so expensive because I drew everything myself and I had to get them all made. Wow. And my parents were looking at me like, we about to cut you off. Like yeah. they weren't supporting me anymore. Oh. They were trying to support me. They were just like, we're not like, we're like, they're like, we pay for your education. We're not paying for this too. Like, yeah. It's, it, you're, 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 you're yeah, becoming yeah, yeah. a financial strain. <laughs> and I'm just like, guys, like, come on. So because they let me down and they didn't want to love them dearly though, um, support me in my venture. I kind of had to like let that dream die because mm-hmm. it was becoming so like thousands of dollars almost racking up just like me buying materials because I don't like cheap clothes. So I don't want to be making cheap clothes. And if you're going to brand a product and that's your own exactly why are we going to get cheap and i had to get it locally made and the woman that was making it was making it out of her house and it was just like it was it was a piece of stress wow so i tried to find someone else to make it and Mm -hmm. he was even charging me more so like if he made it for me and charged me like a hundred i have to charge someone like minimum two hundred dollars that doesn't even include the fabric so I was just like, I'm gonna let this dream sit out for a little bit, mm. but I'll revisit it again in the future. So like, it's still in the works in my head. Like I have all the sketches, yeah. I have pictures on my phone. I still want to like bring it back, but mm-hmm. it's just so expensive. It like, takes time, and it's honestly, it's exactly. it's progress. Like say for mm-hmm. example, the show, it's I would say it's like eight, maybe even a decade in the making because I'd always mention it. I would always say it's gonna happen, and it takes time. It takes people. It takes the right you know, mm-hmm. moments that come to you. And so same with your, your designing and, and your fashion uh, line. It's mm-hmm. like, I love this. It's always going to be my passion, but I can slowly implement it in ways of yourself. And speaking of which, you're super stylish and you're able to showcase that during um, your, on your Instagram platform as well as just like as on your blog. So speaking of your blog, I know that that's what you're known for mostly, but also things that people can go to. Can you tell us more about that? So right now I'm a little bit hurt by WordPress, which is my oh. um, my blog. I don't know what you call it. Not the domain. The um, this. Um, oh my gosh, I lost it myself. Not the supplier. No. You know what, honey? We'll go revisit this. That word this. right yes. there. <laughs> um, they actually. I haven't put out a blog post since October. Like that was my last yeah. look. And they tried to charge me the other day. Actually, they didn't try to charge me. They just took the money out of my account for the site, and I was very upset because I have not put out a post since October, and yeah. they were very rude and feisty to take out money out of my account for the website that I have not used. Is it once. annually? It is, but you know what it is? Yeah. They kind of don't tell you that they're taking it out, okay. but they tell you like from the year before. So they told me 2019, mm-hmm. they were taking it out. Um, how am I supposed to remember for 2020 when you're yeah. taking out one so year later? So then it hit you and you're like, but And wait. I was just like, but I didn't authorize this payment. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? But I'm going to go back to blogging. My blog is Simply Lisi. Um, mm-hmm. I blog about a lot of different buff, buff stuff. <laughs> a lot of different stuff. It's okay. It's- <laughs> a lot of different stuff. A yes. lot of different stuff. Wow. I talk so fast that I end up making up words. You and I both. I'm with Pace Miss. I talk about a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, the most common blog posts that people kind of resonate with are like stuff about like getting. So, my blog post that was one of the biggest ones was I'm 25 and I'm not married. And that was, everyone was just like, oh my God, like I know that feeling. So, yeah. I imagine that was like 
four years ago. I'm like, now I'm 29, going on yeah. 29, and I'm still not married. Yeah. And I literally would have thought when I was younger that by 25, I would have been married, white picket fence. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even like fences like that. <laughs> just, I would have been married. I would have, you know, had a had child. Had a family, yep. And then I'm just like, oh, okay. It was, because in my head, 25 was like old. I'm like, Me too. oh my God, I'm 25. That's going to be like, I'm old. Yeah. And then 25, I'm like, okay. 28. 28. I'm like, okay, it's 30. <laughs> so I'm one year and a half. Again, I'm not rushing it, but mm-hmm. those blog posts, because everyone's like, I know how that feels. So mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of like reposted that. And then that's yeah. when I got like a lot of traction on my blog from people just reading things that are real. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. try to sugarcoat stuff and, and lie. And I'm just like, nah, mm-hmm. I don't want to lie about something. Then you see me publicly and like, didn't you just say you that? that? I'm not trying to get called out by anything. No. <laughs> I'm like, so if I'm real and I'm honest, then you can't call me out. And like that's just my personality too. I don't want to fake it. Like mm-hmm. if I don't like something, I don't like something. And that's what honestly made us vibe because we're both genuine in our nature. We both know what we like and we don't like. Mm-hmm. And every time I, I laugh all the time because anytime there's a post about a guy or like being single, I'm like, <laughs> girl, you and I both. I was, oh my goodness, it's so funny. And dating and men were just like, listen yes. to me, girl, child. Yes. And then it's just like a whole conversation. Yes, I remember that. I like we literally had that. So I remember when you, Frida and uh, Rosie Management, when you guys put mm-hmm. on the Do Your Part Celebrity Game event, the best, super fun, so yeah. thankful to be a part of. You and I were having some woosah moments. We were just like, girl, I love you. Girl, I love you too. And just like, no, you're just so genuine. I was like, no, you are. Like, why can't more people be like that? I think about, like, sometimes I'm just like, wow, like, we generally have that nature within each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so thankful for that. So Thank you for being you. I just want to bring that up. No, thank you no. for being you. Girl, you. No, like, <laughs> it's like, no, you. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, no you hang you. up. Okay, I'll hang up. No, you but, hang up. That event, so awesome. Thank Can you, you talk to me more a bit about that? The, uh, the Do Your Part Celebrity Do game? Your Part Celebrity Game? Mm-hmm. So Randy Osei, who is the founder of Rosie Management, mm-hmm. he was working along with the city of Brampton to kind of just bring about an event that could bring awareness to the fact that our environment is horrible right now. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I just talked about littering earlier, but that's besides the point. Yeah. A lot of people are not aware of how impactful the things that they're doing are affecting the ozone or like just the city of the Brampton, earth. the earth, yeah. exactly, as a whole. So when he was speaking with the city of Brampton, they said, you know what, we're going to help you put on this event. We need it to be X, Y, Z. He was able to reach out to yeah. like influential beings like yourself. And a bunch of others to kind of just help us bring in an audience through a basketball game. But really, it's like, it's almost like you have to sugarcoat um, sugarcoat something to get people to come. So yes. it kind of just been like us doing an informational session yeah. on environmental change. People would be like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, coming. I'm not coming. But Always, through a basketball yeah. game, people are like, oh my I'm God, like, I'm going to get to see this person, this person, I'm coming. Yeah. And we actually got a lot of really good um, traction. Yes. And we were shocked. Like people were lining up outside feeling. and trying to like push people over to come inside. And it was a free event, so I'm like, imagine people are that like anxious to mm-hmm. know information, which is what I'm telling myself, even though that wasn't the case. Yeah. But it was really good. No, obviously we're gonna do it again. It was amazing to see so much young people mm-hmm. actually sitting down and being receptive to what's going on in the world, what's going on in your city, and having the opportunity to be impactful where they can say, you know what, I'm gonna try and do something. I'm gonna do my part. Did it, but right. <laughs> I love that the, the background was like on, on my t-shirt hashtag don't be waste like and it's catchy best. it's so catchy and it, that's a Toronto slang yo you're so yeah, waste yo, so it's like, yeah, it's like no don't be waste but actually don't <laughs> be waste at the same time yes exactly so it was fun and we, we love that you guys came out and you guys like you were so excited for your, your goodie 
Girl. For your goodie bag of snacks. Yes. Uh, I was shout out to Cole Neck. They yes. honestly had everything filled up in there and I was like, half of it was vegan. Mm-hmm. Vegan jerky. That one hit the spot. The spicy me, one. The soy one. Yes. That one hit the spot. I was like, I need this more. I need more of this in my life. And they ended up sending me another package. I'm from California. I was like, this is crazy. From LA, mm-hmm. you're sending me snacks. Oh, I just. They believe in your journey. Right? In your journey to eat good. <laughs> So this part of the episode, we do somewhat of a rapid fire, this or that kind of round favorites and stuff. So I'm going to start off with what is your favorite food? We're talking food. Food. <laughs> food, everything. <laughs> um, my favorite food is anything Italian or anything Chinese. Yes. Chinese yes. Italian food. Love. Pasta, pizza hits a spot. Chinese. Oh. Mm. Fried rice. I'm here for it all. I'm here for it. What's your favorite destination? To travel to or one that you want to go to oh oh okay <laughs> honestly i really want to go to hawaii mm-hmm. i love the fact that they're so culture-based and i want to see like them in their i don't even know if it's like in their essence yes like yes. with the men doing i don't even know what that dance Chinese is dancing, i want to see all of that yeah i really want to been dancing hula for like over a decade now and she went mm-hmm. twice already for like a wedding and like to do um i think it was another competition stuff but mm-hmm. always says beautiful things and i definitely want to go there as well <laughs> what's your favorite motto or quote to live by my favorite quote is and i'm probably gonna misquote it just because I, i'm put on the spot um, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Who am? Who are? Yeah, that's the only thing that's, I have right yes. now. The rest really went blank in my head. But obviously, I know it's not from Coach Carter. But yeah. that watching Coach Carter kind of like, I was like, damn, yeah, but that's a that's a really good quote. So right. Right now, that's like my from when I watch Coach Carter till now. That's my quote. I love it. Would you choose chocolate or candy? If you ever had it. Ooh, mm. you're like neither. Uh, <laughs> chips. Chips. Honestly, every episode somebody says chips because chips hit the spot. Yeah. You have a favorite chip? Ketchup chips. Oh my god, me too. Yeah, ketchup chips. They are the best. Like when you have the one that's like super flavorful and crunchy. Yeah. Or Chicago I mean, popcorn with okay. the cheddar and yeah. the caramel. Mm. <sighs> I felt like that was my experience for a little bit. Yeah. What is your favorite self care practice? My favorite self-care practice is affirming, so affirmations. Mm -hmm. I have a little um, whiteboard on my pillow, my second pillow on my bed, and it just has different affirmations, so like I try to read them daily, or if I forget, Mm -hmm. like I have different apps on my phone that I just try to like affirm things to myself. Like if I'm feeling a certain way, I'm like, okay, no, this is is not gonna help me. Like when the anxiety buildup comes. Yeah, I'm I'm strong, I'm overcoming, I'm better than this, like stuff like that, kind of just help me push. At this point in the episode, we actually do inspirational talks. So obviously the series is called Aspire to Inspire, and that's the reason why you're here. What is it that inspires you, or who inspires you? What inspires me? Hmm. I would say the most inspirational... I would have to close my eyes to think about something. The most inspirational person that I've met to this day, I would say, is my grandmother, Mm -hmm. my mom's mom. She literally came from Jamaica to Canada, left her kids in Jamaica to kind of get situated. Then she sent for her children to come to Canada. She worked like 
endlessly. She worked a whole bunch of jobs mm-hmm. to be able to buy a house, mm-hmm. to provide for her children, and then bringing my grandfather up to Canada too with the kids. She was at the hospital for like years, wow. years, 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 and then now she was able to retire and move back to Jamaica and built her own home. Mm-hmm. So now she's living in Jamaica. Wow. Yeah, she came like she came from nothing. Like she has like grade four education. And she was able to own a house in Mississauga in a really nice area, put her kids through Mm -hmm. like school, work jobs, Mm -hmm. move back to Jamaica, build a home in Jamaica, everything with limited education. No, that's honestly, with having immigrant parents, you kind of see a different perspective. And same for me, like my mom was that person. Mm -hmm. She was the one that busted her butt got over she like she started off in the philippines obviously went to hong kong oh. and then she met my dad through a uh, pen pal like he was pen, her pen pal That's he so was cute. in saudi arabia working at the time and then they met up at the airport and eventually you know got to meet the family did their thing this and that um and then eventually came over to canada and built from the ground up literally she's the one sponsoring everybody to come over she's the one that you know saved up enough to get her house saved up enough to get the car um and obviously you know you pile up but not pile up but then like partner along with like your siblings and whatnot to help you provide but it makes me think about you know us we're trying to move out we're trying to get to the states or we're trying to live on our own and be in our own elements Mm -hmm. and it's like who say we can't they've done it we can it might take some time it will be challenging and it is a different time in the society but at the end of the day like it's possible and i agree with you like those are things that like inspire you and it makes you want to just like if she can i can and i'm gonna Mm -hmm. make it happen exactly and she had three kids like she had three Mm -hmm. kids and she still did it and i have no kids i have no excuse right there's no no excuse excuse. and i want to touch on last time we went out to dinner the first time we ever did but you mentioned that you left your nine to five what was that like like what experiences were you going through how did you feel why did you do it um so i worked for fedex at the head office and Mm -hmm. honestly the pay wasn't bad i had amazing benefits Mm -hmm. like the cafeteria was heavenly (laughs) um we had no seriously like we would have like luncheons where they'd order food and for us and everything but Mm -hmm. i was so unhappy and it was kind of just like i was thinking i'm like i'm too educated i have too much to offer Mm -hmm. to literally be listening to people complain all day because that's literally what it was every day i'm on the phone trying to help people with their issues and i'm like i don't care to hear your issues right now like and then if you can help them with their issue and they call back and complain on you, you're getting in trouble, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't your fault. And I was just like, I have too much to offer for this job. Like, I'm like, no offense. Love everyone from FedEx. Yeah, it's, and it's not, but, um, uh, no, no, for sure. I, I hear you completely with that. It's not even, it can't always just be the company or maybe it is, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you have your own passions and preferences. Mm-hmm. You know what you want. You know what you're capable of. You have a degree. You have a, some type of education. You also are a beautiful person. Like, you know, and as a whole, there's so much more to offer. There's so many, um, there's another higher calling for you. Mm-hmm. And those are things that you kind of think about. And when you're in your office job or whenever you're in your actual nine to five, it's like, is this for me? And mm-hmm. now more than ever, and we're seeing that, we're seeing a ton of entrepreneurs, a ton of people that yeah. decide, you know what? I'm going to go pursue what it is that I've always wanted to pursue. I'm going to do what it is that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. No matter how long it takes to, to do it, I'm going to do it. And um, again, not to, to, what's it called? make any corporate job make it seem like it's it's terrible because you're right good benefits a secure payment but then mm-hmm. there's sometimes it itches inside of you and you're yeah. like my heart wants to go for this mm-hmm. so wow that's incredible when you did take that leap and decided to do that how were the first couple of months or like how long did it take you to finally get to where you are now so unfortunately um 
I quit that job because I was supposed to be doing, like I was supposed to be working for a different company and it was like the pay was significantly more. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm set. And the job ended up falling through. So I ended up not getting the job even after I was promised the job. Yeah. So that, at that point I was just like, I just quit my job that I hated, but still it was a job that Mm -hmm. I knew and I got paid every week. So I'm like, I got paid every week. I quit this job for what? I was, I was devastated. I was so upset, but I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. And even people I've met, opportunities that have been presented to me, I'm like, had I still been working at FedEx, I probably would not have had these opportunities. Exactly. I mean, I'm like, I'm not as financially, oh my God, as I want to be, but I'm mm-hmm. like, I still would prefer to not have thousands and millions of dollars, but be happy. Because there's people who are millionaires that are committing suicide or have, like, getting checked into mental institutions or are depressed because they're overworked mm-hmm. and they just hate their lives. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd rather not be a millionaire but be content with my life and be happy mm-hmm. so the story of how i left and what happened after was kind of horrible because i was yeah. just like you made me quit for no reason like and i could have still yeah. been there and apparently they told me after when i was leaving you know we were gonna make you one of our managers and i was just like of course yeah, now, of course now you want to you want to make me a manager now that i'm now that i'm ready to quit mm-hmm. and then it would have been more stress but less stress at the same time but i'm just like you guys can make me a manager when i actually want to stay and that's a tough part like you all of a sudden you mm-hmm. say okay i know my worth i know what i'm gonna go and get after mm-hmm. and i'm gonna leave and then that same moment they're like but wait i need you can you actually do this yeah. we'll accommodate you but it's like no you didn't want to put my you know time and worth into the time where it was mm-hmm. and yeah peace exactly yeah. But I started a trend because a lot of other people that were my friends left with me. Like, we all just left at the same time. Yeah. So they probably hated me, but it's life. It is life. I don't feel bad about it. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm so, so excited to see everything else that comes for you this year. Thank and you. 2025. You always talk about 2025. My, that's my year. Yes, girl. 2025 it, is my year. It takes time to do everything, right? And it's, yes. it's okay to, to project something that's longer down or later down in the road because eventually things will fall into place. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here mm-hmm. and for taking your time out of your day to just speak with me and tell us all about you. So what is next? What's up? What's going to happen? What do we need to know about Alicia? Well, I wrote a book about my life called uh-huh. The Self-Proclaimed Girl Boss. Mm-hmm. Currently, it's in the editing stages. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's done being edited before the year ends. Mm-hmm. But this year, I will have a hard copy, a real hard copy book. Speak it into existence, honey. It's going to happen. And an ebook coming out about my life and my journey and my experiences, letdowns, and how they've impacted me to becoming the woman that I am and I'm going to be. So, wow. My first book. Congratulations. I can't wait to read it. Thank you. Thank you. I was like, oh, thank you, Melissa. Thank you.